The book of Isaiah. We just thank and praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. The 58th chapter of the book of Isaiah. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord God. We bless you, Father. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your word, Father. We thank you. The 58th chapter of Isaiah. God, we bless you for your word. Rest upon your word. Honor and flesh. Use me for your glory. Bring forth your anointing. And we thank you now, God. We yield ourselves and today, our, our members as instruments of righteousness. We stand by the God. We remain praising God. Amen. Amen. Isaiah chapter number 58. We're going to begin reading verse number 10. But before I start reading verse number 10, I need to give you the topic that the Lord has given me or subject matter that the Lord has given me for this particular text. And that is benefits of feeding others. Benefits of feeding others. When I say feeding others, I don't mean natural food. I mean spiritual food. But God said there are benefits that we will receive in when we feed others. Now, verse number 10 says, And if thy grow out thy soul to the hungry and satisfy the afflicted soul, then shall thy life rise in obscurity and thy darkness be as the new day. Now, the beginning of chapter 58 talks about the kind of fast that the Lord approves of. Uh, I want to read verse number one here in uh, chapter 58. And it says, cry aloud, spare not, lift up thy voice like a trumpet, and show my people their transgression and the house of Jacob their sins. Verse two says, yet they seek me daily and delight to know my ways as a nation hmm, that did righteousness and forsook not the ordinances of their God. They ask of me the ordinances of justice. They take delight in approaching to God. Hmm. They say uh, they, they, they take uh, delight in approaching God and they, they act as if they know his way. They act as if they're a nation of righteousness. And verse 3 says, Wherefore have we fasted? Because we're talking about the people here. Say they, and thou seest not. Wherefore have we afflicted our soul, and thou takest no knowledge? In other words, they said to God, Well, God, we've done this, and you're not, you're not doing anything. Hmm. But they're doing it for the wrong reason. It says, Behold, in the day of your fast, ye find pleasure and exact all your labors. Behold, ye fast for strife and debate and to smite with the fist of wickedness. Ye shall not fast as ye do this day to make your what? Your voice to be heard on high. So they were fasting to make their voice heard on high. So God had to correct them. God had to correct them. And we're going to get down to the meat of the text. But then in verse 5 it says, Is it such a fast that I have chosen? So God said, Is this the kind of a chosen that a man, that a day for a man to afflict his soul? Is it to bow down his head as a bulrush and to spread sackcloth and ashes under him? Will thou call this a fast? 
and an acceptable day to the Lord, that's called conjunction. He's revealing to them that this is not the type of fast that he honors. But this is what God does honor. Verse 6 says, is this, is this, is not this the fast that I have chosen to loose the bands of the wickedness? To undo the heavy burdens. It's the kind he called for. And to let the oppressed go free. And that ye break every yoke. This is the kind of fast that God honors. When we're fasting for, for the, the wickedness, the hands of, of the enemy to be broken over someone's life or to undo heavy burdens and, and those that are oppressed to be set free and destroying those yokes. God said, this is the kind of fast that I honor when you're doing it that way, when, you, when you're doing it for that purpose. Verse 7 says, is it not to deal thy bread to the hungry and that thou bring the poor that are cast out to thy house? When thou seest the naked, that thou cover him, and that thou hide not thyself from thine own flesh. But then there are some benefits. There are some benefits to fasting, but there are some benefits to some things when we do to others spiritually. And that's where verse number 10 comes into play. It says, and if thou, meaning every individual at the body of Christ, if thou draw out thy soul, if we release what's within us, that which is spiritual that's within us, if we draw from within us, from within our soul, then the word of God tells us to, to it talks about feeding the hungry. It says, thy soul to the hungry. In other words, those that are spiritually destitute, when we draw out from within ourselves to feed them, you get benefits. You can, you can benefit, and, and God's going to show you, and I'm excited. See, he sent this word to me, and I felt like I need to share it with y'all, okay? Because he says, when you do what you do on the behalf of others, you're going to reap some benefits. I said, okay, God. I, he got my ear. My ear, my ear perked up. Then he goes on, he talks about, in verse number 10, he says, and satisfy the afflicted soul. So when we draw out from within ourselves, the, the, that from the the spiritual reservoir that's on the inside of us, it will satisfy the afflicted soul. That, that soul that, that afflicted, that soul that's been browbeaten, that soul that has been cast down, or that soul that's continually in pain or in mental distress. distress. When we pull out from within us to, to, to help others uh, to, and bring forth good tidings bringing forth uh, the, the gospel of peace unto souls that's been afflicted, the, those that's been cast down, those that know that the world looks down on. God said, when you draw out and you begin to bless them, he said, this is what's going to happen for you. Amen. So, okay, God, tell me, because then I'm ready. We're going to look at verse number eight. First thing, he says, when we do that, God says, what happens is promises are released. There are promises uh, uh, that's released when we begin to bless others. These are some of our benefits. Now, verse number 8 says this. Here's the first promise. Because it's released in promises. It's verse 8 says in the same chapter. Then, talk about after we bless others, feed others spiritually, withdraw from our soul, and impart into them. Verse 8 says, then shall 
Whose life? Thy life. Thy life. Come on, your life, my life. <laughs> then shall thy life, it says, break forth as the morning. And then there's one translation that says, then shall thy life break forth as the morning done. And I said, God, what's the morning done? He said, what will happen when we begin to, 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 to bless others by, by feeding them the spiritual food that we have, God said, it will bring forth for you, it will release promises. And this first promise is that it will cause you to get an early breakthrough. When we feed others, you, uh, when you help others, you're going to get an uh, early breakthrough. That's the first promise. An early breakthrough. Morning represents uh, a breakthrough. So how many want some, you know, uh, early breakthrough? I ain't talking about, yeah, don't do a long time before you get a breakthrough now. I'm talking about doing them, them speedily breakthroughs. It's an early breakthrough. And, and that's one of the benefits of helping others, the Lord says. That's a benefit. Yeah. And, and they say, he goes on to say, then shall I like break forth as the morning. Yeah, it's going to break through. Then he said, and thy what? Your help shall spring forth speedily. In other words, you'll be restored to, to, to a spiritual soundness of mind. You'll be cured from, from wounded flesh. In other words, you're going to be totally healed, spiritually and physically, when you bless others, when you feed others from what's within you, when you withdraw from within your soul. That's another benefit. You release promises, God says, when you bless others. In other words, God says, your health lies, you're going to be blessed. Spiritually. You see, a lot of times when there's a deficiency in the body, you know, and I learned this through fasting. When there's a deficiency in our bodies, it's because what we put in our bodies. Yeah, and when we go back to doing those things that, that, that's not good for our bodies, then we'll get those, those health issues again. Amen. Trust, I've been that, know it, got token t-shirt. Warm fast for 32 days, blood pressure got here. My hot flashes got here. When, I, when the fast was over and I went back to eating, not what the Lord said. Not the fruit and the vegetables. But I added, I ate the fruits and the veggies, but I added some other stuff too, like the chips with the salt and all that stuff. And all those other little things that we love to eat. Yeah. And you know what happened? Yeah. My blood pressure went back up. <laughs> My heart flashes came back. So, so when, when we, when God says, really, the thing is just when, when, when you do what I tell you to do and you take into your body, then not only will your spiritual well-being be enhanced, but your physical body as well. You, you'll be healthy. I said, God, thank you. So then, you know, I had to repent. Anybody had to do some repenting here beside me? <laughs> I had to repent. Amen. And ask God to forgive me. And then go back to doing what he told me to do. Fruit and vegetables. And anything I had in my house that I wasn't supposed to eat, I, I, I gave it away. I gave it to him. I gave it away. So I removed the temptation. God said, remove the temptation, brother. Because if you keep the temptation like that, you're going to go back to it. Anybody got any temptation in the house? <laughs> got to remove it. But I spent said money. But what's more important? Because, see, when you bless others, God says, I'm get back to this. You, you, you get all these promises, and, and your benefit, your benefit, your, 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 your health, your benefit in your health, your healing will come forth speedily, I mean, quickly. Then he goes on to say, and, and thy righteousness shall go before thee. That's powerful. That, that's powerful. That when we bless others, when we feed others spiritually from the death of our soul, he says, what's in front of us 
his righteousness. It will go before us. So we can send righteousness before us, and it will attack and destroy any and everything that's right back in our path that's trying to take us out. So he said, the righteousness is going to go before you. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. And then he goes on to say, and then he says this, the glory of the Lord shall be thy real reward. He said, really, this is what means. He, he says, you're going to be enclosed with my protection. When you bless others, when you feed others, one of the benefits is you will be enclosed, you will be protected. Front part of you will be righteousness. Behind you will be glory. You will be enclosed, and I mean the protection of the Holy One will be all around by blessing us. That's power. By blessing us, by feeding us, by witnessing to us, to, by doing a good thing for others. God said, this is what happens. This is one of the promises. What you're doing is evoking the promises. You're releasing the promises of God on your own life when you do it for somebody else. That's power. Thank you, Lord. Verse number nine says, hmm, then, uh-oh, yes, come something else. These are benefits, y'all. Benefits. Any other spiritual benefits. Benefits. Then shall thy call and the what? The Lord shall answer. God says, verse 9 is about hearing your prayer. When you bless others, when, 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 you, when you feed others, what God has given you, he said, then you can go to me and you can pray to me. And he said, when you call on my name, then he said, I will answer. And then he says, thou shalt cry. Now that word cry there means freedom from trouble. Not crying as for tears, but it talks about freedom from trouble. Mm, 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 mm. Freedom from trouble. We can put down freedom from trouble. He said, thou shalt cry. He said, I'm going to hear your cry. Freedom from trouble, and he shall say, and this is what God will say, here am I. Amen. If thou take, uh-oh, he got a stipulation. Oh, all that before that sounded real good, didn't it? All them benefits and all them promises. It was good. It was excitable. But then he says, here, he'll speak to you, he'll say, here am I, here we see you. Then he says, if thou take away from the midst of thee, the yoke. So we got to remove the yoke, that harness that keeps me down, keeps me in bondage. Then he says, the putting forth of the finger and speaking vanity. Mm. In other words, you got to remove all that. You got to remove away the putting of the fingers and, and remove the, the, the yoke that's upon our life. And, it's, and vanity is empty word, speaking empty word. He says, you know, you got to, in order to receive these benefits and these promises, all this has to be removed. Now, let's look at verse number 11, because we're talking about promises now. We're talking about promises when, when we, from the benefits that we will receive when we bless others, feeding others spiritually. Mm -hmm. Now, verse number 11 says this. And the Lord said that what? God be how long? Now, how, how many of us, and I mean, that's looking for the continuous guidance of the Lord? But it comes with being a blessing to others. It comes from being a blessing 
devil. In other words, God will give us direction straight from heaven. You know, he'll tell you, don't, you, don't go to the left, don't go to the right. And he says, you go straight. He says, you meditate in my word day and night. Day and night. See, we, we all want the continuous guidance of the, of the Holy Spirit. And the Lord says, Thus, this is one of the many benefits that I have for my people when we bless others, when we feed others. And then it goes on to say, and satisfy whose soul? Thy soul in drought. We're in verse number 11. we in verse, in verse number 11. And the Lord shall guide thee continuously. God's going to continue to guide Then it says, and satisfy thy soul in drought. Okay, God, we you he says, when you be a blessing to others, when you help others, when you're there for others, he said, what will come for you is when you when you got a need and you, when you're in a dry season, because that drought represents a dry season. He said, I'm gonna I'm gonna satisfy your drought. I'm gonna satisfy your dry season. All because we've been a blessing to others. I said, Lord, my God is powerful. He says, and satisfy thy soul in drought. Just because you did good. Just because you did something good, God said, when you're going through, I'm going to be there for you. I will satisfy you in those dry places. Now, let's flip it. Isaiah 57. This is one page over. And we're going to look at one verse, verse 16. Because huh. we talked about, we talked about the continuous guidance and how it, by we doing what we're supposed to do and blessing others, and how we satisfy our soul when we're in a drought. And it says it'll make that um, make that fat thy bones. But when you look at Isaiah chapter 57, verse number 16, it says this. We're talking about benefits now. Benefits of feeding others spiritually. It says, For I will not contend forever. Neither will I be always walk, which means angry. For the spirit shall fail before me. And the souls which I have made. 17 says, For the iniquity of his covetousness, hmm, what somebody else said, was I angry. Mm -hmm. Remember that you also talked about in, in that particular verse about the continuous guidance of the Holy Spirit would have a guidance. But what is 17? For the iniquity of his covetousness was I angry and spoke him. Look at this next three words. What did God say he did? I hid me, meaning God, and was angry. There's a reason. And he went on where? Forward in what? In the way of his heart. In other words, he, he, God, when we, God said when we, don't, when we don't do what we're supposed to do by being a blessing of God, he said, I'll leave you to yourself. And the worst thing that we can have but we is to be left to our crazy self. To be left to ourselves. Because to be left to self is miserable. That's the, I hide myself. I hide myself. That's why, we, you know, one of those promises that God has said we will receive by helping others is we'll have that continuous direction from heaven. Because we definitely do not want God to turn us over to our own self and hide himself from us. Mm -mm, mm. God said, I let him go on the way. Verse 18 says, I have seen his what? Wait, wait. And look at the promise. 
and will heal him. I will lead him also and restore comfort unto him and to his what? So that folk is mourning. But God said, I'm going to restore that. He said, be a blessing to others. Be a blessing to others. Now, let's go back to, to, to uh, Isaiah 58. Let's go back there. Let's go back to Isaiah 58. And we're still going to talk about these promises that we'll receive by being a blessing to others. And we will draw from our own soul. We're going to be satisfied in the dry, in the dry season. When nothing seems to be prospering, God said, when you do that for somebody else, he said, I'm going to do this for you. The Holy Ghost. It makes you take another look. It makes you take another look. And then he says, then watch me. All this is going to happen to every individual that that does what God says about the benefits of feeding them. Then he says, and, and satisfy thy soul in drought and make fat thy bones and make fat thy bones. Hmm, increase. And thou shalt be like a what? A what? Just because you help somebody. A water garden? Just because you help somebody. Just because you withdrew from your own spiritual well and spoke into somebody else, he said, you're going to be a water garden. That's awesome. Hmm, Jesus. And he says, and like a spring of water, whose waters fail not. A spring has continual flow of water. As long as that there's a larger bed somewhere, like it will run right into that spring. And you're gonna have growth. You'll have continued growth, God said. He said, brother, you'll have continued growth. He said, not only will you, your garden be watered, you, you, you're gonna be fruitful. You will be fruitful in everything that you do, but your water will never cease. That well of living water that's within us. He said, it will never cease. It will never fail. You will always, you will always, God said, you will always have a water there. You will always, the spirit will always be there. All because it's one of those promises that we invoke. I'm going to stop saying y'all. I'm going to say me too. Because that means I'm leaving me out. And I ain't about to get left out. So, so if I do that, God said, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. He said, the, the water, the, the spirit, will, will, it won't fail. It, it will it, you, you'll continue to flourish. Yes. And, and, and look at, and we're almost done. Now look at verse number 12. This is powerful, you yeah. It's powerful. All this has to do with the benefits of feeding others spiritually. Because we've got a lot of folk that's out there in churches. Now, people that are Christians, but they don't have a total package yet. Amen. At different levels. Amen. At different levels. Amen. Different levels. But God says, when you get to this level, all this will happen, but then this is what you're going to be known for. And I thought about this. Verse 12 says, And they that shall be of who? Of thee. Hmm. And they that shall be of thee. Those that walk in agreement with you and what you're doing. Hmm. Shall build the old waste places. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Thou shalt build the old waste place. I'm going to read this whole verse because that's another scripture. Thou shalt build the old waste places, places of ruin. 
See, a lot of times people think you can't build anything out of something that's ruined. But when it comes with God, anything can be built. He can take the He can take the worst of worst, and He can reveal. You, you read the story of Nehemiah. They laughed at Nehemiah and the people because they went to work, but they began to use those bricks that had been burned, that, that everybody else would cast aside. But, but, but the Lord says that those, we will begin to build those ruined places, those places that nobody says can any life come from. Hmm. He says, thou shalt raise up the foundations of many generations. And thou shalt be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of paths to dwell in. Let me read uh, Isaiah 51 before I expound on that. Isaiah 51, before we talk about that verse, because that's a powerful verse. Thank you, Lord. Isaiah 51, because all this is going to take place because we're going to do what God said do. Isaiah chapter 51, verse number 3. Verse 3 says, are we there? Amen. For the Lord shall comfort Zion. He will comfort all of the what? Waste places. No, he's going to comfort those ruined places. And he will make her wilderness. Like what? The delight of God. Those dry places. That, that dry. He says, when you do that, this is one of the many promises that will come your way. He says, your, your drought, your drought, your, the wilderness will be like Eden. It will be the, the, the light of God. Do we not want God to, to, to be the delight of the Lord in our lives? We, we, we want God to delight in us. And then he says, and her desert, and her desert, like the garden of the Lord. Those dry places, the desert, the wilderness, it will be like the garden of the Lord. See, the garden of the Lord is beautiful. It's well worn. It's well worn. And it says, joy and gladness should be found therein. Thanksgiving and the voice of melody. In other words, there will always be a continual praise. A continual praise that, that, that will be there. I'm like, Lord, yes, help me to, to help others so I can be at that place where I won't be in a dry season. That there will always be a, a song in my heart. You know, you see, when, when everybody don't show up, when, when you got to have a song in your own heart, when you by yourself at home, you got to have a praise in your own spirit. You got to have a song in your own heart, God said. He said, when you do that, he said, your God will be our Lord your God. And he said, you, you begin to spring up. You, you, you'll come forth. You'll grow spiritually. He said, God, this is awesome. But then going back to Isaiah chapter 58, verse number 12, and we're almost done. When he began to talk about, he began to talk about those ruined places being built. And how he's talking about how those foundation that will be raised up and up. It said of many generations. I said, God, what are you talking about? That's what are you talking about? Lord says, Brenda, if you can just catch the vision of heaven and what I'm trying to accomplish on earth, what will happen will be that there's some things where the foundations are too low. And because of what you do, or because you follow what I say, then do that what you do. It's going to raise those foundations. I said, well, God, what foundations are you talking about? 
I said, what, what are you talking about? He says, brother, right where the church is located, and God spoke to me, he said, in this area, this is one of the most prejudiced areas you ever want to find. Boys, point. Very prejudiced. And you know what God said? I called for this body. He said, if you can catch the beat, you bring I called for this body here to bring forth that multicultural Christian event, bringing all nationalities together so the people can really see my face. Your reign's foundation. He says, what has taken place there and even the world, when we look around, there's so much racism all over now. He says, so much. He said, but that is not me. He said, but what I'm calling you to be, what I'm calling this house to be, is to be that instrument, to be one of those that will bring forth people from all over the world, different nationalities, and that, that will change that foundation and let the people see this is God right here. Not racist, not separation, but coming together as one. He said, I want to use my people. He said, but can they catch the vision? He said, would you catch it? He said, about many generations. He said, you got to raise the foundation, which means that foundation is too low. What they built, you know, in building a house, there's always a foundation. But if the foundation is not built right, then you better be careful how you build on it. Everything else is going to be out of order. It's going to tip. He said, the foundation is got to be built. And I said, what do you mean? He said, that mind has got to be elevated. Their minds have to be elevated to think like he thinks, to see like he sees. God wants God. The Bible says there's neither, neither Greek, nor Jew, nor male, nor female. Hello, brothers and sisters. In God, he says there's neither male nor female. Even though we see male and female, in God, God don't see male, God don't see, see female. He don't see male. He sees us as one. And he sees us as a reflection of him. He says, you're going to raise those foundations. And he says, of how many generations? Many generations. He says, this thing been going on a long time. A long time. He said, but I called you to be that, that instrument that will be able to go in and raise that, that, that mindset up. Because too many folks is on, on, on the wrong side dealing with racism. Forget about how you were brought up. When you come into the knowledge of Jesus Christ, and none of that's there anyway. None of that should be there anyway. Because when we come into the knowledge of Jesus Christ, we don't see race. That's why God says this place will be a place that will have different nationalities that will reside here. Hmm. Then he says, you'll be noted for this. They shall be called, you, us, and those that do this. He says, they shall be called the repair of breach. You know how you can have a security leak? That's a breach. Right now, God said, that's a breach in the body of Christ. Because they don't see as he see. He said, that's a breach. He said, but I'm going to use you to be a repairer of the breach. I'm going to use you to, to be a repairer of the breach. In other words, to close it up for not to be anymore. There won't be no security leak when it comes down to God. Oh, Jesus, thank you, Lord. And then he goes on and he says, not only that, but he says, the restore 
a path to dwell in. In other words, there's some pathways that has debris that's covered up. <laughs> he said, you're going to restore those paths. You can restore them. The body of Christ is going to restore them. But that will not be what we see. What we're going to see like, is like God sees. All nationalities coming together. All cultures coming together. Worshiping God. Giving God praise and glory. When we see them, we will see God. We won't see color. We won't see race. We will see God. He said, you know, when you think about it, that's awesome. It's, it's awesome to, that God will take a, a small group of people and say, this is what I want you to do. There's something that's been happening from generation to generation, but I'm going to use you. Why? So we can get the glory. Because if it's too many, then that's what we need. So God says, when, it's, when you know it's just a few, and when you know you don't have the resources, he said, then I'll get the glory. He said, you're going to be called. You'll be noted for what you do. You'll be noted to be the one that will bring forth the, the, uh, the things of the Lord here on earth. You'll be noted, God says, for letting heaven become a here on earth. See, the earth is supposed to be a reflection of heaven. So he said, you're going to be called the repairer. Any repairs in the house? He said, get your hammers together. Any repairs? He said, get your hammers together. And let's go to work. He said, let's go to work. And look at verse number 13, and we, we are about done. Pray fast. Verse 13. 13 says this. All this takes place now. Remember now. When you uh, these are promises that's been evoked. When you've kept others. These are your benefits. My benefits. Look at 13. Verse 13 says, If thou turn away thy foot from the what? In other words, when you stop worshiping me yeah. on Saturday, you do it like this. You turn, and you turn away thy foot from the Sabbath, from doing that pleasure on my holy day. Let me read that again. If thou turn away thy foot from the Sabbath, from doing thy pleasure on my holy day, in other words, I'm going to do my thing. I, God, I'll see you later. Amen. I heard that first point said. God, I'm going to do my thing. I'll see you later. Hmm. Your pleasure. You know, I, I don't know how many people come through and then you, you saw folks. I just watched the car this morning. Amen. You know. Uh, Cutting grass. Amen. You know, not in the house of the Lord. Whether, whether it be on Saturday or Sunday. That pleasure. That pleasure, laying up in the bed, that pleasure. That pleasure, that pleasure. That pleasure, that pleasure. Mm -hmm. From doing thy pleasure, he said, on my what? Holy day. He's specific. Holy day. And call the Sabbath of what? You know, when it comes down to fellowship, when it comes down to coming into the house of the Lord, we are the ones who go with the praise. Amen. I mean, all week long, we should be geared up, ready for the house of God, ready to come to be with the saints of God. We ought to be excited. We, we, we should be in a place of, I can't wait to see my brothers and sisters go. I want to be one to help, to help hold up, to help build. I, I want to be strengthened. That's why the word of God says we are not to forsake, forsake not the sinning of the brother, as so many has already forsaken themselves. God said, don't forsake the assembly. Why? 
we draw strength from we one another. We draw strength. We draw strength. And it, it needs to be a delight, not a way. Oh, God, I hate to go to church today. Oh, I got to go to church today. Oh, I got to go to church today. But we didn't have a problem on Monday through Friday getting up and doing somebody else who can't give us what God got for us. Uh, can you, can you feel the Holy Ghost? Monday through Saturday, we don't have a problem doing what we want to do. But when it comes down to worshiping God, but when it comes down to coming and praise God, then we got to go. Oh, I'm tired today. But who gave us the strength to work all week? It's not by your strength. It's not by your power. Not by my strength. Not by my power. It's by the power of the Almighty God. That's why we ought to come excited about the Lord. Because we look back on the Monday through Saturday, we could have been out of this world. We could have been in the grave. Excited. But my pleasure is to lay. I need a few more, few more hours of sleep. Because I gotta go work on Monday. Well, who gave you the strength to get up on Monday? Who 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 said you're gonna get up on Monday? Because even our breath is his. So we should come come run. Regardless of what anybody else does, what regardless of what anybody else does, he said, you have an excitement for me. You have a love for me. You glorify me. It's a big excitement. He said, I told God. He said, the reason why you're going to be so excited when you visit the house of God is because I'm going to be there. Not only is he in here, but you're going to see him everywhere else. You're going to hear about his goodness a whole lot. And that'll help you get to And And call the seventh of the life. He said, the holy of the Lord, and it's what? Honorable. And shall honor him, not doing thy own what? You know the Holy Ghost know how to bust them, don't you? He knows how to bust them. And shall honor him, not doing thine own way, not in your own family, nor finding thine own what? Nor speaking thine what? Own word. In other words, all about saying. All about sin. Find no place. No. But look at 14. And we don't do that. But what we do when we do this, this is the last verse. And this is the end. Verse 14 says, Thee, I love that thee. Thee shall thy delight thyself in the Lord. For we put self aside. He says, And I will cause thee. To ride upon the what? Uh, the hot places. Hot limited. Have anybody been in a place where, where when God did something in your life and and and, 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 and you, you just and, and that hot place with God and the spirit is moving so it you don't want to leave that place. And you want to stay in that place. Anybody been there? You want to stay in that place? You you you, you don't want nobody to talk to you. You don't want to see nobody. You don't want to fall away. You don't want nothing. Like, you just want to stay back in the presence of the Lord. Because in the presence of the Lord, you will find the fullness of joy. Right there, in the fullness of joy. And I'm like, oh God, yes, 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 Lord. He said, the promise is, he said, he will cause it. I will cause thee, when we delight ourselves in this holy day, huh, he will cause us to rise upon the high places. Way above powers and principalities. High places, he'll cause us to rise. And then it goes on to say, but, oh, oh, thank you, Holy Ghost. 
upon the high places of where? So in other words, you can be here, but not here. Because you're in a high place. You're you in your honor, but you're in a high place in God. So you're here on earth, but not here on earth. Hmm. But you're in a high place, right here on earth. You can't be in a high place right here on earth. We, we can't. And he says, and feed thee with the heritage of Jacob thy father. For the what? The mouth of who? The Lord has spoken it. And that is the end. The mouth of the Lord has spoken it. Will we bless others? All those promises that will be invoked when, when, when we do it, we do it with joy and do it with love. God said, all these promises are going to be released. All of them. They'll be released. And I want every promise that's in the book. Amen. Every promise. Every promise. I want. Every promise. God says that I can have continual doubt. I want. Freedom from trouble. I want. All my soul to be satisfied when I'm in doubt. I want. Every promise. So I guess we got to get busy to be a blessing to others, right? Amen. And to be blessed to others. These are benefits. Amen. Now let's get